Hello and welcome to season four of Motivate Me. Are you feeling flat and you want to get your mojo back? Well, welcome to Monday Motivation, where we'll be dishing out tips, tricks, and techniques to get your head and heart back in the game. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Motivate Me. It's me time here on Motivate Me, and we are working on coming back from flat. Before we start today, let's get into the right headspace. Let's engage in the idea, like we always do, that this is time where you are the priority. So we're going to take two slow, deep breaths just to get us centered. You can follow me. We'll go in for four, hold for four, and out for six. So in for four. Hold for four. Out for six. Let's do that one more time. In for four. Hold for four. Out for six. So I don't know where you are today, but normally I'm recording from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Today I'm actually in Huntsville, Alabama. I have a pretty cool view outside of my window here. I'm on a business trip with my husband, so this is how I spend my time. (laughs) Uh, Olive and I sitting here together, writing, recording, editing podcasts. That's what we like to do. So today's focus is seek out spaces where you can be vulnerable. Now, if you're joining us for the first time this season, welcome, new Motivate Me friend. Our goal at Motivate Me is to inspire you to live a life that's more exciting and or more meaningful. We do this in seasons one through three by interviewing people who are living passionate lives so you can steal some of their tricks to apply to your world. But here in season four, we're sharing tips, tricks, and techniques that will help you reconnect with your passion or redirect your passion so you can get your head and heart back in the game. You know, there are many ways we can connect with our passion. Sometimes it's through our careers, but oftentimes it's not. Sometimes it's something we make money at, but that's not always the case either. Passions are so unique to us. You may be into creating art through paintings or sculpture music, writing, interior design, food, photography, or you may be driven to help people by spreading joy or being an advocate for the underprivileged or the underrepresented. Your passion might be about the environment, horticulture, animals, or even architecture or teaching or textiles. The list is truly, truly endless on this. Can you see how exciting it would be to be part of the world of politics, I always think, wow, to be on a political campaign, that has to be pretty exciting. Or what about if you were in the Olympic arena? I love the Olympics. What a great year it's been. Crazy. But I love the Olympics. Imagine doing something to where you're a part of that. Or even like, what about behind the scenes in fashion? I also love to watch all those reality fashion shows like Making the Cut right now just came out with a new season with Heidi Klum. 
uh, and Tim Gunn. They're always fun, but I look at all of these different avenues in life and all of the different things people are doing. And I think, wow, wouldn't it be exciting to be a part of that? And because I find all of that exciting, that's probably why my passion is exploring these kinds of things with you. So over the past few years and through the pandemic, I fell away from my passion for a time. And it was the prodding of some loved ones that motivated me to aggressively seek myself again. And the steps I took to reconnect with myself is what I'm sharing with you here in season four of Motivate Me. This is the 23rd episode of this season. And it's during this part of this journey for me that I decided I wanted to be more open and more honest and more vulnerable than I've ever been. I I think because I'm a positive person, people think I don't have struggles, but I assure you that I do. I just, I believe it or not, I am a pretty private person. So it was scary for me to be able to open up in this way, but you know what? It was also exciting. And one of the ways I decided to get out of my comfort zone was to share my intentions and my greatest struggle with a group of people in a small private Facebook group. And I was very honest about what I was trying to accomplish with my podcast. And I was very honest about what I feel is my greatest struggle, which is finding my value. How do we know if what we find important will be valuable to others? And don't we need to feel like what we're doing is important to people in order to push through, in order to sit in a hotel room in Huntsville, Alabama and write and record an episode in order to put our hearts into something, in order to put our hearts on paper or out into the airwaves. So I kept the post simple, but it was heartfelt and direct. And I subscribed to the idea that this post would help me become a more transparent person, that would help me articulate my goals and it would help me put my intentions out to the universe. Now, I want to make sure I'm clear about this. Just because we decide to be more open as people and put ourselves out to the world, people are not obligated to respond to us in the manner we seek. You know what I mean? So if you choose to do this, know that with this comes risk. Here's what happened for me. I shared the post, and while I waited for responses, I focused on the idea that the sharing of my doubts were the important part here. And then I waited and I didn't check the post until the next day. The group only had 16 people in it. Eight people had seen it. Only two liked it and only one person left a comment. A comment that really I felt was more obligatory than anything else. There was definitely an opportunity for me to be disappointed here. Not just because, yeah, it would have felt great to get some feedback about how what I was doing was so important, but really because I'd hoped for any kind of engagement in what I'd said. I mean, couldn't they see my vulnerability here? But guess what? I learned something pretty great. I learned that while I was disappointed, more than that, I remained undeterred in my direction. Because through the conception of the post, the writing of it, the posting of it, through being vulnerable, I had gained confidence in my message and in myself. I learned a little bit more about me that day, mainly that I don't need validation as much as I thought I did. 
and learning more about yourself. That is what I want for you. And you can gain this by being a more vulnerable person. Here's someone else's story that is pretty neat, and it will show you two really interesting things. One, how we can approach our passion from different angles and reap maximum reward. And two, how we need to practice vulnerability in order to do that. When I taught high school English, one of the history teachers I worked with also played guitar in a low-key band. He was really into teaching and history. He really loved what he did. But playing the guitar brought something really different out in him. And I can see now where these two things collided. Teachers are part entertainer. And this man was just as in the know about the history of music and instruments as he was about the subjects he taught. He took his passion for history and paired it with his musical talent. This makes so much sense to me now. And I always found it amazing that he would perform at school events with current and past students. Do you find this brave? Because I find this pretty brave to be an equal on stage with your students. It's a really humble and vulnerable place to be, don't you think? We would love to hear your thoughts. Join us in our private Facebook group, Motivate Me Support System. Come chat with me there and check out MotivateMePodcast.com for anything else. I'm going to leave you with some truth talk from me to you. Being vulnerable is hard. And most of the time, we don't know what we want to get out of being vulnerable. And when we get it, there's a really good chance we'll be disappointed in it. But that must not stop us. Because in the end, we get the opportunity to learn more about ourselves. And we gain the clarity we need to move forward. Which is all we're looking for anyway. Please remember that you motivate me. I'm Lynette Renda, coming at you live from Huntsville, Alabama.